Welcome to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ, USA. We're the host, Bishop Dennis J. McMurray is our senior pastor, and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our first lady. Join us in this inspiring time of praise, worship, and fellowship designed to encourage and motivate everyone through the Word of God. Now prepare your hearts to be blessed with Victory in the Word. I'm going to be teaching tonight from what's called the CEV version of the scripture, which is the contemporary English version. I love looking at different versions of scripture and like the way things are presented in different passages of scripture. And tonight I want to deal with a topic is so appropriate tonight. It's so appropriate. I just want to talk to you from the subject on purpose for purpose. On purpose, for purpose. Many of us, not all of us, have struggled with something that makes us who we are. You want your natural attributes to look the way you want them to look. And I found in life that people go through life really not liking those foundational attributes about themselves that they can't change. There are some things in this life that we can not change. Either you're too light or you're too dark or you're in between. I think they call it cocoa brown. Either either your hair was not straight enough or curly enough or your hair was nappy. People went through life looking in the mirror at themselves. Watch this next one. Even your intellectual properties. Uh, wish you were smarter. Wish you could read better. Wish you could remember better. If we don't watch it, and so many people have done this, they have gone through life not loving themselves and appreciating themselves. And as a result of that, so many people in this life today have developed what I call inferiority complexes. They don't like who they are. They don't like who they are. And then all it takes is to look at somebody that appears to have it all together, you know? You know those guys, uh, Shamar Moore, Billy D. Williams, you know, them people that look like they just got it all together. Ladies, uh, you know, all of the all of the female icons with the hair and the this and the that and all that stuff. Then you go back and you compare yourself to what looks to be perfect. And if you don't watch it, you'll end up devaluing and not feeling good about who you are. And you'll go through life and the attributes, the foundational attributes that God has given to you, you can quickly and so easily find yourself saying to yourself, am I an accident? Things haven't gone right in my life. Lord, why, why don't things go right in my life? God, it seems like I'm a curse. It seems like, it seems like, it seems like, it seems like. And before you know it, and I know many people, and I'm sure some of you do, and some of you might even be dealing with this tonight. You go through life never really appreciating who God made you to be. And when you begin to not appreciate who and what God made you to be, then before you know it, you can become a very most miserable person. And you end up living in the shadows. You end up not pressing forward, 
And that's what I want to talk about tonight, how important it is to love yourself where God has you. And if you want to get better, that's a choice. If you want to be better in some areas, then that's a choice. But there's some foundational things about you that you can't change. You can't change the parents you had. You can't change the color of your skin. You can, but why bleach yourself? You can't cover, you, 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 you can't change your intellectual properties. You can't change those innate physical properties. And those are the things, my brothers and sisters, that the enemy tries to work against you as, when it comes to yourself. But tonight, I want you to know that you were made on purpose for purpose. And the purpose is being where God wants you at this very moment in life. And not only being where God wants you, but appreciating who you are and what God has created you to be for this purpose in this time of your life. And so I want to begin in the scriptures tonight, and I want to go as I said to this, it's called the contemporary English version of the scripture, but I want to start in Job, the 12th chapter and the 10th verse. Job 12 and 10, listen at what this says. Every living creature is in the hands of God. Wow. Every living creature is in the hands of God. And that's the first point that I want to establish tonight is regardless of if you've done things right up to this point, or regardless if you've done things wrong up to this point, what matters is that God has given us enough grace and enough mercy, and he wants us to understand and realize that we are in his hand. The Bible talks to us about one of the greatest, I think, uh, classical texts in scripture about the potter and the clay and the will. And the song that comes out of that says, the potter wants to put you back together again. And God is talking. He said, cannot I do with the, with the clay as I want? And, and, that, and that example goes on and it talks about how the potter saw the clay and there was some blemishes and some mars in it. And he took that clay and he didn't throw it away because it still had value. He took that clay and kept it in his hands. And he began to make a new vessel out of that clay because the clay hadn't hardened yet. The physical properties of it was such that it was in the hand of the potter and the potter had the liberty to do with it as he felt he could do to make it a vessel of honor. That's what the scripture says, a vessel of honor. And that's what I want you all to know tonight. Your life may have some Mars in it. You may not look like you want to look. You may not feel like you want to feel. You may not be living like you want to live. But if you make up in your mind tonight, God, I'm going to solidify and establish the fact that if you wanted me to be somewhere different, I would be there. If you wanted me to look different, I would look different. If you wanted things to be different in my life right now, I would be different. I suggest to you, and I believe in my heart this evening that God is saying to us, my brothers and sisters, you're just right where you're at, but you've got to accept that. 
we've got to stop turning on ourselves. We got to stop being, we've got to stop discounting ourselves. And y'all understand me, it's hard when it's been challenging throughout the course of life. You know, your parents may have been married when you were conceived. You may have been born out of wedlock. You may have never known a parent or both parents. You may have been abused. You, boy, it's just so many things. Your life may be different from your other siblings' lives. And what the devil wants you to believe is that you are an illegitimate child. You are a mistake. But I want to suggest to everybody tonight, there's no such thing as illegitimate children. There are illegitimate parents who weren't responsible. But if God allows you to come through the process of life, God is the only divine source that determines who lives and who does not live. And if God has blessed you to make it through the pain and the difficulty that you've made it through, I want you to know at this very moment, according to Job 12 and 10, he says, Every living creature is in the hands of God. And tonight I'm suggesting to you that whatever you've been through and how, and how difficult it's been, right now at this very moment, you are in the hands of God, being protected, being beautified, being nurtured, being loved. And God is saying, if you can just want me now, don't worry about the house, don't worry about the car, just want me now. And that's what God wants us to be, y'all, to not live out of the mistakes that we've made because we've all sinned and come short of the glory. All of us, nobody in here is such a goody two shoes that you can testify on the mountaintop that you've never been down in the valley and done some things in the valley that you're not proud of. And the devil really only mess with you and irritates you when you've had some valley experiences. Tonight, I want to convince everybody that God loves us loves us beyond our faults because there's nothing you can do to change the color of your skin. Nothing you can do to change, nothing you can do to change the parents that you had. Nothing you can do to change what happened to you in your adolescent days. Nothing you can do to change about who don't love you and who never loved you and who should have loved you and your mama should have loved you better and your daddy should have loved you better. Just maybe God was keeping you from something, from something connected to them that you don't know about. Maybe daddy wasn't as nice as you thought he was. Maybe mama wasn't as nice. You know, we don't know. When, when we don't get things that we want that we thought we should have had, we don't know what God was protecting us from. But the fact remains is this. We are in the safest place in the whole wide world right now, in the hand of God, where he can heal what's been broken. Woo! He can fix what's been messed up. And he can renew, my, 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 what the devil has told you will never have value again. And so we just want to start there, my brothers and sisters, and we want to say to you that we are in God's hand. Now let's go to our next passage of scripture, and I want to go to Psalms 139. Feel in my spirit, the devil is trying to tell somebody, you are a mistake, and he's a lie. You can't recover, so you just better learn how to get along, how you get along. Because if you don't watch it, man, the devil will try to limit your expectations and tell you, you you too far behind. You should be further along in life than this. Life should, life should be different than what it is for you. I want to tell y'all right now, we're in the best place we can be. We are in God's hand. 
And when we're in the hand of God, the devil can't mess us. Can't no demon in hell touch us. The safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. That's what I want y'all to know tonight. All of us right now are in the will of God. We are in God's hand. So Psalms 139 and 13, I'm talking to you about yourself. And here the psalmist comes to the realization that his life is not a mistake. My brothers and sisters, you can hear all of the motivational teaching, all of the greatest sermons in the world, but until you come to the realization that you were wonderfully and perfectly made by God, if God wanted your hair different, it would be. If he wanted where you to live to be different, you would be there. If he wanted your arms to be a certain length, if he wanted you to be a certain height, if he wanted to be you wanted you to be a certain weight, if he wanted you to be a certain this, a certain that, you be there. And the psalmist is saying to us, it's time for us to recognize that before we became who we were, God put us together. And he's kept us together for such a time as this. And so let me work this word, Psalms 139 and 13 in the contemporary English version. Listen to what it says. The psalmist is like, I'm tired of turning on myself. I'm tired of devaluing myself. I'm tired and I'm no longer going to give value to who I am based on how I think I should be or be mad at somebody because they didn't pour into me the way that they should have poured. Maybe people didn't pour into you because God wanted to preserve you for such a time as this so he can pour into you. Some of us start later in life. Well, I call them late bloomers. The purpose is for you to excel now. Because I'm going to tell you something. Everything that you've been through in this life up to this point that you don't think is favorable is part of God's plan for you to be a testimony of how good God can be. Because I'm going to tell you all something. There's more folks out there tore up from the floor up than these folks that's out here that's acting like they all put together. And I believe in my heart that God has preserved you. Think about it. Some of the stuff, y'all, we've been through, thank God. Oh, let me tell you something else. Don't y'all tell everybody what the Lord did delivered you from? Because if people knew they couldn't handle it, then they'd really shun you. I got to keep it a secret. It's between me and God. Because if folks really knew how my mind has been messed with, if folks really knew how my heart has been messed with. If folks really knew how my feelings have been hurt, how my emotions have been abused, ooh, if they only knew how angry I got and what I thought about doing. My, 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 my. How many of y'all thought about doing something and you're so glad that God kept you from doing it? And he kept you from doing it when you didn't have a proper relationship with him. And if God can keep you when the relationship was not proper, just think what he can do now that you're on a better track. Somebody ought to give him about five seconds worth of praise because you thank God that you don't look like or act like what you've been through. I know that's a cliche, but that's so true. So the psalmist realized that God's been good. He'd been keeping him when he couldn't keep himself. Now he's evaluating his life and he's bringing value to the life. Verse 13 says, you are the one who put me together inside of my mother's body. He's beginning to walk in the value of the God who created him. He said, you are the one, oh God, who put me together inside 
up my mama's body and I praise you because of the wonderful way you created me. Everything you do is marvelous. Of this, I have no doubt. Them lips you don't like. God give them to you for a reason. Maybe you're getting ready to become a lipstick model. That hair you thought you should have. You don't know. We miss God's purpose for why we were created the way we were created because we don't agree with the way he created us. Just maybe you've been missing the purpose why God created you the way he created you because you don't like the way he created you. It's time for us to fall in love with ourselves. And he says, God, I praise you because of the wonderful way you created me. When was the last time you praised God for the way he created you? Matter of fact, take a three seconds and praise God right now for the way he created you. None of us are mistakes. You better start praising God. Praise God some more for the way he created you. Because when you begin to praise him, praise creates appreciation. And God can't do what he wants to do with you and through you until you appreciate how he's made you. Listen what he says in verse 15. Nothing about me is hidden from you. I was secretly woven together out of human sight. God said we were secretly woven together out of human sight. You were tailor-made for this life. You were tailor-made, tailor-made, marvelously and wondrously created. Tailor-made. You got to know something about being tailor-made tonight, y'all. And the difference between the suit tailor-made off the rack, the manufacturer just made up a bunch of suits. And he said, if you don't fit, then you can't wear it. God told me to tell you, you are the focus. I tailor-made you. That's why you've been able to endure what you've been doing. I tailor-made you. That's what, why you've been able to survive what you've survived. I've tailor-made you. That's why people haven't been able to break you and circumstances haven't been able haven't been able to defeat you because I tailor-made you. But you fight me on what you look like and what you've been through. Don't look at what you what you look like and what you've been through, but look at how I blessed you on every hand. God's been with you over the course of your life. Last place we should be is in clothes in our right mind. He said, I was secretly woven together out of human sight. Watch this. Verse 15, 16 says, but with your own eyes, you saw my body being formed. You had written in your book everything about me. Before you made your entry into this world, God says, I got some notes on you. And the first note I want you to read, God does not ever make a mistake. You may never went to college or you went to college and then get the job you should have had. You might've been divorced before. You might've been this before. You might've got fired from a job. You might've messed up. You might've even went to jail. You might've did the, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop beating up on yourself. God has protected you in the midst of what the enemy tried to do to destroy you. I'm going to say that again. God has protected all of us in the midst of what the enemy tried to do to destroy us. But I want everybody to know that you were made on purpose for God's purpose. You've been tailor-made for him. I want to go to Psalms 138 and 8. I want y'all to know something about God tonight before we turn the corner. Psalms 138 and 8 says this, you, Lord, will always treat me with kindness. Your love never fails. 
you have made us what we are. Don't give up on us now. Did you hear that? The psalmist says, you, Lord, will always treat me with kindness. That's what I want everybody to know. Regardless of how mean, oh my God, somebody's being treated real mean right now. You needed to hear this word. Mean by friends, mean by family, mean by coworkers, mean by neighbors, mean by the clerk in the store. You just, if you don't watch it, you'll begin to ask yourself, what's wrong with me? Is it something, watch this. You'll begin to even psychoanalyze yourself and say, is it true what they're saying or what they're saying about me? Am I really? And you'll turn on yourself and you'll begin to question yourself because you know the accusations that they're making against you aren't true. You know that's not you. But when you have a target on your back because you're blessed by the Lord, the enemy will assign people to try to make you think there's something wrong with you before you arrive where God wants you to be. I'm going to say that again. The devil will try to make you think there's something wrong with you before you arrive at where God wants you to be. And a lot of that is going on right now in the life of the believer, where the enemy is trying to make you think something's wrong with you. But if he's messing and picking with you mentally and psychologically and have you at the point where you're wondering, is something wrong with me? Remember, I said all the time, he ain't going to mess with nothing that ain't worth messing with. So come on, y'all, let's shake ourselves. Y'all do it. Y'all used to do it in the club. Y'all do it for Jesus now. And get the devil all up out of your mind. Get him out. Call it the Holy Ghost bound. Get him all up out of your mind, all up out of your psychological profile. Because I realized that you, Lord, will always treat me with kindness. Your love never fails. You have made me what I am. So I can't give up now. And my final text tonight in this journey is still in the book of Psalms. Psalms 37 and 23 is what I want. In the King James Version, that says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. But I want y'all to hear how it reads in this contemporary English version. It says, and this is our turning point tonight. As we conclude, we conclude with the turning point. Turning point simply means that point in the teaching where you realize your life has tremendous value and God has a specific purpose for you right now. It says, if you do what the Lord wants, he will make certain each step you take is sure. In the King James Version, it says the steps of a good man or woman are ordered by the Lord. But I like the way this contemporary English version, he says, if you do what the Lord wants, he will make certain each step you take is sure. And I'm going to ask you the question tonight in this turning point conversation. Are you ready to do? what the Lord wants you to do? Are you ready to love yourself? Now it's time to look at the woman in the mirror, the man in the mirror, the young person in the mirror, and watch this, and like what you see. And ladies, this is really, really geared toward you all, because men, in most cases, you know, we don't wear makeup and all those kind of things, because I've seen some of the television shows, and uh, you look at a lady, and you say, she's attractive. Yeah, she's cute. She's pretty. But then they show the next episode where she then took off $10,000 worth of makeup. And you're like, oh, my God, she don't look nothing like. <laughs> Guys, pretty much what you see is what you get. You know, we, we can't. <laughs> most of us <laughs> don't make up, you know. 
Ladies, I, I encourage you, I encourage you in this turning point message tonight. Ladies, I want you to go to the mirror without makeup. And I want you to love how God has made you right now. The next time you're, it's time to replace your hair enhancement. Look in the mirror. I mean, if some of these women would have gone through some of the hell you've been through, they wouldn't have a head full of hair left anymore either. Cause a woman in nerves, a woman in her nerves is, that can be devastating. But God is saying tonight, men and women, look in the mirror and celebrate what God has given you to work with on your way to purpose. Cause purpose is being where God wants you to be and doing what God wants you to do at the different stages of life. And at this stage of life, God wants you to feel good about who you are and what you are. So verse 23 says, it says, if you do what the Lord wants, he will make certain, that's a guarantee y'all, that each step you take is sure. And watch verse 24. Then it says, the Lord, oh, I like this one, will hold your hand. And if you stumble, you still won't fall. I can't think of a better guarantee than that. He says, the Lord will hold your hand. And if by chance you stumble, you still won't fall. The song says, take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, where I first believed. I tried so hard to make it on my own. That's the problem. We get frustrated and frustration separates us from God and we try to make it on our own. And that's what the devil wants us to do is disconnect from God. But there's a different level of anointing on you in this season because the Lord says, if you do what I want you to do, I'll make certain that each step you take is sure. So that means God is now getting ready to release a new level of confidence, a new level of independence. And I like that one. A new level of independence where you're not second guessing yourself. A new level of independence where you're not still unbiblically connected to people and family members. God is getting ready to connect you to him in such a way where you know it's God. There's no doubt in your mind that God is leading you and guiding you and taking you. First lady said, it's time to go to a new level in your relationship with God. And he says, I will make certain that each step you take is sure. And I will hold your hand. And if you stumble, you still won't fall. So I will end by answering the question. Is anybody on this teaching a mistake? No, you're not. But you were tailor-made by God on purpose, for purpose. Your mistakes don't define you, but the miracles of God define you. Thank you for listening to Victory in the Word Radio Ministries of Renaissance Church of God in Christ USA where our senior pastor is Bishop Dennis J. McMurray and Dr. E. Jean McMurray is our First Lady. It is our prayer that you've been moved by the Word of God. We welcome you to join us, our Sunday morning worship service at 10.30 a.m. on Facebook, Twitter, 
and Instagram. Thank you for joining Victory in the Word. And until next time, walk in victory.